Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you know a student getting ready to go to college? Or are you looking at going back to school yourself? The Woodward Hines Education Foundation and the Get to College program help more Mississippians get to and through college to get certificates and degrees that lead to meaningful employment. They offer free college planning advice, including hands-on FAFSA completion assistance through in-person or virtual appointments. Visit gettocollege.org to learn more. Hi, this is Karen Brown. Thanks for checking out the Mississippi Edition podcast. If you like what you hear, click subscribe, hit like, or leave us a comment if your app has that feature. Then find other MPB podcasts by searching MPB Think Radio on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks. Good morning. It's 8.30 on Wednesday, December 22nd. I'm Desiree Frazier. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, advocates for and against abortion rights sound off on the FDA's decision to allow abortion pills to reach patients by mail. And after Southern Remedy Health Minute, an annual program from the Mississippi Department of Transportation aims to keep roads safe during the holiday season. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Access to abortion remains a pressing issue in the state as the Supreme Court mulls the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization case. If the court's eventual ruling overturns Roe v. Wade, as some experts predict, advocates on both sides of the abortion rights debate acknowledge some Mississippi women will still seek out the procedure. What options will be available to them, legal or illegal, remains an open question. Last week, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration made abortion pills permanently accessible by mail. Two pills are designed to be taken in sequence, and they allow a woman to terminate in early pregnancy without a doctor present. Michelle Colon is founder of an organization called Shiro that helps Mississippians access abortion care. The science is there. These pills are indeed safe. I know that there is a study that has been saying and been proving that MIFI, what we call this particular drug, we, those of us in the abortion rights movement, we call it MIFI, right? Short, um, that's the, the short name we call it. It's safer than Tylenol or Viagra. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Um, you know, that's all good. But it really doesn't do anything uh, at this time for Mississippians and folks who are in states that uh, have current, you know, anti-abortion laws because Mississippi has laws in place that outlaws telemedicine in regards to abortion care. And so, while again, this is is a great is a great step moving forward, but it does not impact those who 
it really needs to impact. It's not going to affect us here in Mississippi. It's not going to affect the majority of us in the South, those of us who are, you know, awaiting the, the fall of Roe, because Mississippi lawmakers have already put in place laws, you know, that um, outlawed telemedicine in regards to abortion health care. And so this isn't going to do any good for us, right? And, and that's the sad part. And the FDA was part of the problem because in the beginning, if the FDA had a, you know, had not have, um, you know, joined in this what I call the melee of you know anti-abortion uh, lawmakers um, activity and trying to ban abortion over you know the past couple of decades, we may not be in this position now. You know, waiting for them to come around at the last minute to say, oh yeah, by the way, you know, Missy's are safe, and you know, you don't need a doctor's prescription. You know what I'm saying? You can get this, you know, you know, through the mail or what have you. You have talked in the past about self-managed care as being the way to go if Roe v. Wade is overturned. So regardless of what Mississippi's laws are, will there be ways to get the abortion pill to end a pregnancy? Absolutely. Absolutely. People are getting the pills now. People are getting them now. It's just, it's sad that, you know, folks have to jump through hoops to acquire a medication that is safe for, for health care that is safe, that basically has been at the, um, you know, has been a, a tool that has been used politically to hurt and punish women and, and pregnant people. So, yeah, they, they've been, they're getting them now and they will continue to get them. It would be, it would, it, look, it would be awesome if Mississippians would be able to take advantage of this opportunity. Um, but we cannot. And so, you know, even with telemedicine, with a lot of other healthcare options, Mississippi is still playing catch up because it's available in, in so many other states for all types of healthcare. But if you're if you're uninsured, um, you're you're not afford you're not afforded that privilege to have telemedicine um, services. So, and that's not just for abortion; that's for a lot of other services in medical care in the state of Mississippi. So, again. The politicians, lawmakers in the state, in the state and other anti-abortion states continue to play games to punish and uh, not only punish women and pregnant people, but to punish people of color to pun- and punish poor people because we're the ones who are going to be mostly affected. Is it possible to get the pill from another state, have it mailed to you in Mississippi? Oh, yes, it's possible. It- it's possible. That's definitely possible. Is it possible to see a doctor in another state and have that doctor prescribe it and get it in Mississippi? I believe so. There are, yeah, because like I said, there are people who are, you know, there are folks who are doing things now. Um, I, you know, and it's unfortunate that your zip code is playing such a huge role in receiving medical care. Again, there are ways. Um, that folks will be able to get these pills, even if they're not going to a doctor. You know what I'm saying? You can get these pills um, from, you know, other countries such as India. You can get them right here from Mexico as well without seeing a doctor. They, you can get them by going into a drugstore in Mexico. Not not the MIFI, but you can get the, you can get pills to, you know, self-manage your abortions right now. But, again, you'd have to go to Mexico to get them. With this, is there the potential for an underground economy to rise up and women not know what they're getting? 
I'm not going to use the word underground movement or economy or what have you. The information regarding um, uh, self-managed abortion pills has been out there for some time. And the greatest risks today for people self-managing their abortions in this way are legal. That's the threat of being criminalized and prosecuted rather than medical. And what we need to do in in the United States is make access and information to all forms of abortion care more available so that people can safely make their own health care decisions in their communities. Now, there is some FDA restrictions left in place. The requirement that prescribers register with the manufacturers, that they buy the drug ahead of time and dispense the medication themselves. Will that hurt the effort to have this drug readily available? Yes. Like I say, it's 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 a double-edged sword. It you know it um, if the FDA really wanted to uh, do something positive, they would lift they would have lifted all of the restrictions regarding the pills because again, the the greatest risks of self managing using this medication are legal. They're not they're not medical, and these legal threats have come from the lawmakers, anti-abortion lawmakers. Michelle Cologne with Shiro, thank you so much for your time and speaking with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Desiree. I appreciate you. Plenty of Mississippians, of course, see abortion by mail and the broader abortion issue quite differently. We'll hear from one of them after the break. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Desiree Frazier. Before the break, we heard from Michelle Colon of Shiro, Mississippi. According to her, abortion pills are a safe, relatively easy way for a woman to terminate her own pregnancy. And she says a Mississippi law that bans abortion by telehealth is completely contrary to residents' well-being. Terry Herring, who's part of an organization called Choose Life Mississippi, disagrees. I think it's amazing how we always come back to the fact that abortion gets to break all the rules. It's one of the only procedures that can be performed without a parent's knowledge or consent in America. And here we're seeing that, again, the standard of care, which would require a visit to a doctor to make sure the woman is pregnant and to be sure that there's not a tubal pregnancy, um, is required uh, in Mississippi 24 hours Uh, before the abortion pill is given in person. The second pill can be given at home, but there is a a requirement for a third visit follow-up to be sure that that there are no uh, uh, fetal remains, baby, left in the uterus, which could become infected. So we're seeing that the standard of care for women is lowered by the FDA. Uh, This is not a good standard of care. It's not one that is followed um, by by doctors in our state that are um, having to perform this procedure because a baby has even already died, where the abortion pill is is sometimes used after fetal death, um, they still follow up. Um, there's not this in-home unknown 
uh, procedure that is very unsafe for women. So we're not protecting women, uh, and the FDA certainly is not protecting women by making this pill more widely available. In Mississippi, because there is a law that requires a notification before you get the pill and you must get it from a doctor, it doesn't change our laws, right? No, the FDA cannot override the laws that we have in Mississippi pertaining uh, to, you know, medical procedures, including abortion. Um, The courts would be the only ones that could step in and and try to override uh, Mississippi law, which is what Roe v. Wade has been doing for years. Um, again, we we feel confident that that our laws are sufficient to cover um, the new liberal standards that are being set by the FDA. We still seriously recommend that that um, that anyone uh, seeking this kind of procedure see a doctor and and confirm that the that the pregnancy is not too far along. There are just this is wrought with dangers for women. Um, the woman's further along than she should be to be taking the abortion pill, uh, which in our state at 11 weeks is is what they're saying. So you take the abortion pill too late, the baby's too big. You're just talking about a woman having to deal with a lot of issues that she should not be having to deal with at home um, and without the, the, the proper medical care. Um, so we talk about abortion being uh, good for women, but um, again and again we find that abortion hurts women. It hurts women uh, much more deeply than any physical wound when you're when you're talking about dealing with uh, the emotional wounds of abortion that continue for a lifetime. What some critics have said has been sidelined by anti-abortion rights activists is an abortion in the event of incest or rape. Where does your organization stand on that issue? You know, I think it's really important to remember that often if there was a case of statutory rape, then the rapist himself would be wanting to make sure that the that the minor had an abortion or the woman had an abortion um, uh, so that so that he would not be culpable. So really what we would be looking at is whether or not um, the person who actually the, the man who actually rapes a woman could also receive protection through abortion. If you think about in the case of a minor child pregnant from statutory rape, um, giving a child an abortion pill or giving a woman an abortion pill could actually cover up a rape. Um, But I think that all of those things are already set in place, that women should receive specialized care. And if they're raped, they should go to the hospital and receive treatment then that can prevent pregnancy. So we really need to to change the way we think about rape and really encourage women to report, to go early, and to seek treatment so they never become pregnant. Terry Herring with Choose Life Mississippi, thank you so much for your time and speaking with us. You're welcome. Coming up after a Southern Remedy Health Minute, we'll hear about an annual program from the Mississippi Department of Transportation that aims to keep roads safe during the holiday season. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. A contractor ever tell you the price of something and it sounds so high you think, eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere.
This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Desiree Frazier. This time of year can be especially hazardous on Mississippi highways. The State Department of Transportation is in the midst of its annual campaign to remind drivers to stay safe, and it's doing so with a touch of holiday cheer. David Kinney is with MDOT. Every year uh, during the Christmas holiday season, MDOT kind of reaches out to the public to kind of engage them in what we call our 12 days of Christmas. This involves our DMS boards that you see over the interstates that kind of give you messages about um, road construction or things that could be happening on the road ahead of you. We also put safety messages up on these message boards and In the 12 days leading up to Christmas, we reach out to the public and we ask them for submissions for kind of creative or catchy messages we can put up on those DMS boards. And so we always like to, uh, I guess, have these messages be themed around Christmas holidays, uh, movies, songs, characters you may see during the holiday seasons. And uh, we just kind of try to engage the public. Just uh, it's kind of a thing to remind them to be safe and, and they could be a part of this whole process and keeping each other safe and just reminding people to be safe while traveling during the holiday season. And with these messages, uh, we'll put up the, the best ones on our message boards for those 12 days leading up to Christmas. And so those messages have a safety component to them. They sure do. So I can give you a couple examples. Um, that we are going to use or we use from last year um, and some from this year. Uh, so Jingle Bell Rock, a seatbelt. That is uh, one of the messages. Uh, slow sleigh, question mark, jingle to the right lane. Those are a couple of the messages that you may see up this year during the holiday season. That's kind of catchy. These were all submitted from the public. Mm-hmm. What kind of response do you get? It's usually pretty good. People uh, – Uh, are really into these message boards. We're limited on the characters we can put up there, so all the messages have to be short. But uh, the feedback has been pretty good from the public. People really uh, enjoy, I guess, participating and thinking up some of these messages. And if they're, you know, good enough, we even use them. So it's really a good thing for the public to be involved in this whole safety process. Can we talk about safety? What is your concern this time of year? During this time of year, there's always increased travel on Mississippi roadways, and we want everyone to reach their holiday destination safely. 34% uh, more increase in travel this year. Uh, AAA estimates 100 million people will travel by automobiles to their Christmas or New Year's destination this year. And because of the virus last year, that's why you're seeing an uptick in travel. People are making up for lost time. They haven't seen family and friends uh, in almost two years. So this year uh, with the virus, hopefully many people being vaccinated, uh, they're able to travel and we expect a lot of people on the roadways. So some of the things we encourage people to do uh, to remain safe is, of course, just slow down and allow extra time to reach their destination. Uh, get plenty of rest. You don't want to drive uh, drowsy or tired because that can uh, impair your driving. Buckle up, of course, wear your seatbelt. That's the easiest and most effective way to save your life and reduce injuries if you are in a crash. 
and also um, <clears throat> use caution in work zones. Uh, although we do suspend construction uh, on, uh, you know, for lane closures between uh, Christmas and New Year's, uh, there aren't going to be workers present, but you may run into an area where there may be road construction, not ongoing, but you may see some lane closures. Also, uh, look out for wildlife. Colder temperatures during this time of year uh, cause uh, some deer and other wildlife to move across highways and never drive impaired. If you do plan to drink, get a designated driver. And if someone is intoxicated trying to negotiate an area that has been under construction, even though there won't be any workers out there, that could make for a dangerous situation, more so. Right. That's why we always, you know, anytime you see the orange barrels or cones, you know, reduce all distractions, put your cell phone down, keep your eyes on the road, uh, make sure you know, uh, follow the directions uh, that are out there as far as uh, construction zones. Um, and if there are any lane closures, just make sure you, you remain, uh, I guess, at a uh, probably want to slow it down and make sure you follow all the directions through the construction zone to make it through there safely. Anything that we didn't touch on that's important to mention? People can plan ahead and download the MDOT mobile app, and that will give you real-time road conditions and also let you know if there's going to be any kind of issues along your route. You can put your route into it. It'll let you know if there is going to be any kind of uh, road construction between uh, where you're starting your travels from and your destination. That's uh, something we always encourage people to do is to get the app, download it, and it can also it can help you in many ways as you travel, uh, not only this holiday season, but any time of year. All right. David Kinney with the Mississippi Department of Transportation, thank you so much for sharing this information with our listeners. Thank you. This has been Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Stay tuned for a full slate of Mississippi-based programs all morning long. Coming up at 9, it's Fix It 101, 10, it's Everyday Tech, and at 11, stay tuned for Southern Remedy. You can find past episodes of this and other Think Radio programs online at mpbonline.org. I'm Desiree Frazier. Join us in January for the next Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Happy Holidays. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Edition podcast from MPB News and MPB Think Radio. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if your app lets you, leave a comment or review. We really do appreciate it. Remember, you can always get in touch with MPB News on Facebook and Twitter. And fresh episodes of the podcast are posted every weekday morning. I'm Karen Brown. Thanks for listening. This is Mississippi Edition from MPB Think Radio.